Hushabye baby on the treetop, when the wind blows the cradle will rock. When the bough breaks the cradle will fall, down will come baby, cradle and all. 17th century English lullaby. The world turns on tiny things. It's not the outstanding events that have influenced my life. Hearing we were at war with Germany, the devastation of the Blitz, the jubilant crowds on VE Day, these were all experiences I shall never forget. But for me, the single most life-altering moment was when I set eyes on my baby brother David shortly after his birth. The build-up to this event had been momentous. Our house in Surrey had been scrubbed until it sparkled like a new penny. The oak floors gleamed like freshly churned butter. Every room smelled of lavender polish and carbolic soap. The leather thong handles on the doors glistened with beeswax, and pretty pink roses had been picked from the garden and dotted around the house in glass vases. King George V himself wouldn't have got such a rapturous reception had he showed up at Hallcroft House that sunny spring morning. When my mother Doris had gone into labour, I had been sent off to my Aunt Jessie, along with my elder sister Kathleen, while my younger brothers, Michael, Basil and Christopher, were packed off to various other relatives. When the call finally came to say the baby had arrived, I was bouncing off the walls with excitement. My father, Arnold, was duly dispatched to collect us all and bring us home. No sooner had the oak front door swung open than I scampered straight up the stairs like an overexcited puppy and bolted into Mother's bedroom as if my heels were on fire. "'Where's the baby?' I gasped in a fever pitch of emotion. An angry face loomed into view. Nurse Evans, the maternity nurse. The short, dumpy woman in her fifties, wearing an apron and hat, radiated disapproval. "'Hush, child!' she hissed. You'll wake the baby. But her words were lost on me, because there, nestled in his little wicker Moses basket, lined in mauve cotton and organza and delicate mauve bows, was quite simply the most exquisite thing I had ever set eyes on. Oh, I breathed in wide-eyed wonder. Meet your baby brother, David. Mother smiled softly from her bed. I swear my heart stopped in my chest. David was just a tiny little scrap of a thing, dressed in a white cotton gown, no bigger than a porcelain doll. Any disappointment I may have had over not having a baby sister melted away when he snuffled and sleepily opened his eyes. This little creature fixed his dark blue eyes on mine, and I was done for, hook line and sinker. Can I hold him? I gushed, utterly mesmerized. No, he's not to be woken, Nurse Evans said sternly through thin lips from the corner of the bedroom. But even a cranky old nurse couldn't stem the unspeakable joy that flooded through me. Was it his golden lashes that swept over creamy cheeks, or the little murmurs and sighs he made when he slept? Or was it the way his tiny fingers curled round mine, and the beautiful musky smell that filled my nostrils when I kissed his soft, downy hair? No, 
The thing I loved most about David, and every baby I cared for after that, was their heartbreaking innocence. Adults are complicated, contrary beings, capable of hurting or betraying you. But babies are simple, sweet, and full of love. There is nothing in life I worship more than babies. Babies have a hold on my heart like nothing else, and my life has been devoted to cherishing, protecting, nurturing, and loving them. A baby has a special way of adding joy to every single day, and can flood your heart with love like nothing else. Uniquely vulnerable, babies are born with a need for love, and never outgrow it. How strange I find it when some people claim you can never truly love a child who is not your own. This defies every instinct that runs through me. For I have loved children born to other women.